Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you more about convenience by providing additional use case examples of what's possible if you focus in this area and the value that it generates. Now, just yesterday, I had a use case myself where a different address about an hour away from where I live had some mail, uh, packages, things like that. They were delivered to a different address uh, but I knew who it was. Uh, I was a family member and I needed to get that stuff about an hour away. Now, there were a bunch of like logistical complexities there, like uh, the people that were at the location where the packages were, they weren't feeling well. I didn't really have the time to be able to drive to go pick them up or do anything like that. So I was trying to figure out how do I get those things from there to here? And one of the things I was considering was, well, maybe we could like, put it all in an envelope or a package to ship and leave it in the mailbox and the postal service will pick it up. And I've just, I've had so many issues with that previous years that I was looking for a different, potentially better option. So I then remembered that Uber a while back, the transportation company, they had shipped an option or a feature, if you will, to be able to move packages around locally in that you can pick it up from a sender location and deliver it to a recipient location. So I started investigating that, expecting it maybe to not work, maybe to be too far out of range. Maybe it was a too far for the package to go. And then I was thinking it would probably be cost prohibitive, be too expensive. But to my knowledge, neither of those things were the case. It was in range and the cost really wasn't significantly more than if I were to ship it via the postal service or another carrier, especially if you were to do like a FedEx or a UPS, then it would have been probably considerably cheaper than those options, which uh, now that I think of it, makes it even more interesting. And it was efficient as well also. Uh, well, it wasn't gonna take a lot of time. From the moment that I ordered it from my phone, just like I called a regular Uber, it was gonna take maybe about an hour, uh, a little bit more because of the driver needing to get to the sender location. However, I gave it a shot. I let the person know. And a little, little over an hour later, I had all of my stuff right here at my place. So much so that my wife was like, uh, this is great. I knew we needed to get this, but like, how did you do it? <laughs> Just pretty funny. But regardless, the point that I'm trying to make here is it's another excellent example where people are willing to pay for convenience. That's exactly what I did without having to really leave my office and the sender not really needing to do much either, I was able to get something that I needed from some random location to where, where it was that I am. Uh, and that was valuable to me to the extent where I was willing to pay for it. There are, so there's another, there's other ways to think of using things like this as well too, the, uh, in terms of convenience being valuable. Um, over the holiday season, however many years ago, I wanted to get I wanted to buy a new iPhone. I think it was either for myself or for someone else, but either way, I wanted to buy one. And as is typical with me, especially on the personal side, because I probably focus a little bit too much on work, I was late to the game here and wondering whether or not I was going to be able to get these things in time. So upon going to like the Apple website and ordering the devices that I wanted to order, I was met with options to have them delivered same day, like within a matter of hours. And I'm like, how is that possible? That was unique, something that I hadn't seen before. So I went through it, did it, and you know, I ordered the phone or phones. 
they ultimately end up getting delivered a couple hours later. And it was just, just somebody in street clothes delivering like a wrapped up Apple bag, if you will, like one that you get from an Apple store. Uh, but just driving like a passenger vehicle. Come to find out later, and again, this was years ago, but come to find out later that Apple had partnered with the delivery services like Uber to be able to essentially do the same thing, to do like that last mile kind of delivery as they refer to it, so that you can get devices essentially right from their retail store that they already have in stock, delivered to your home, but all wired up and connected through their website, which I thought was fascinating. So they were able to make that work and they had enough room in terms of what they were charging for the devices in order to add that cost to the bottom line in order to continually profit regardless, but to be able to offer more value to their customers, right? Ship more products, get them in the hands of customers faster. Another perfect example of where convenience had won out and where additional investment was totally possible. Uh, there's a third example that I'll talk a little bit about as well also, because it's a story I read about years ago. And this is more along the lines of how you can be thinking about leveraging convenience in order to test and validate value propositions of your own. Now, the there was a, a company on the West Coast and they were working on figuring out whether or not people would be willing to pay for basically meals prepared by professional chefs and then delivered to their homes. They weren't sure, what, what they weren't sure of was whether or not people would actually be willing to pay for this uh, as a product or as a service. So what they wanted to do was they wanted to test it. And in testing it, they started cooking some meals, but the problem that they needed to solve was how are we gonna deliver them? If we needed to build, in their case, the delivery infrastructure that's gonna be expensive, time consuming, you know, that's gonna really slow down this project of ours, the test. So instead they did the same thing. They would take the orders, prepare them, and they would drop them in Ubers, for example, deliver them to people's houses, and then that was their version one, right? They leveraged existing infrastructure to test their value, whether or not they could sell their value proposition and get feedback because building obviously the delivery infrastructure themselves would have been time consuming, expensive, et cetera. So another perfect example of where if you can build existing options into your value proposition, how your solution works today, people are still willing to pay for it even if it's more expensive, more cumbersome, oftentimes that is a better test uh, in order to better understand what the strength of the future potential of your value proposition really is. If they're willing to pay for a less than ideal experience that's more expensive than what you know you can do at scale, now you know you're really onto something because you know you can make that experience better, but people are willing to pay for it and they're happy with it the way you've been able to deliver it as part of version one. So that's a key milestone to look forward to as well. Anyway, this episode is all about examples in convenience and how they continue to provide value to target market customers and why that's something you need to consider when you're building your software company, your SaaS product, look for areas of opportunity to provide more value to your target market customer by providing them with convenience. It's valuable. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.